Whose game is it? L.A. Knight. Yeah. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Take 5 edition of Before the Three Count. I am yours truly, the one, the only, G.A. West. And I be coming at you with the man with the plan, the host with the most, the one, the only. Unnamed host, a.k.a. Sleazy E. Sleazy E in the house. Yeah. Did it. <laughs> Sleazy yep. E. Sleazy uh, <laughs> It's not not Dre Day today. It's the 4th of July. That is true. That is true. We're coming at y'all with a special 4th of July, special Money in the Bank, special retake edition of Before the Three Count. Uh, We had tried recording a special edition last night. However, uh, due to, uh, I guess, Spotify issues. Is is that what that is? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's very odd what's going on, but it's a, it's a crapshoot. So yeah, hey, you know, is what it is. But point being, uh, we have to reshoot today, uh, on the 4th of July. And so here we are, and we are here to recap money, 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 and, uh, the money in the bank premium live event. Indeed. Indeed. Held in the O2 Arena in London, England, in the UK. Yes, uh, the first, I was about to say the first premium live event in over 20 years, but technically I think it's the first premium live event ever because uh, over there, because uh, prior to that it was a pay-per-view. That is correct. That is correct. Which uh, were very prevalent over there. Uh, You had Insurrection, uh, um, what was the pay-per-view? It was Insurrection something. Yeah, um, was your house insurrection? In your house, yes, in your house insurrection. Then you had, uh, I believe, the SummerSlam ninety two with yes. Brett Davy Boy. Yeah, that was ninety two at Wembley. Wembley, um, Wembley uh, was that at Wembley Stadium or Wembley Arena? I think it was Stadium. I believe at the time. Let's see, I'm checking now. Yep, got the good old Google machine. It was SummerSlam? 92 one in England Wembley Stadium okay all right so yes cool cool um and I felt like there were other more handful of events sprinkled around the uh the UK area um um yeah because there was uh what was that one where DX like won all the belts I do not know um, that because that was definitely over there. Also, it was uh, everyone thought British Bulldog was going to get the European title because it was in London. Yeah, and then uh, Michaels ended up beating him. Oh, okay, in okay, okay, all right. Um, the European title at one point was had some prestige to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't just like a, a you know a Rudy Pooh belt. No, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, Oh wow! Okay, so SummerSlam '92, yep, had eighty thousand three hundred fifty-five people in attendance. That's bonkers, right? And was the Brett Davy Boy the main event? Main event was actually um, Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior. Huh. Okay. All right. Right. Um, okay. But uh, good, 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 good. Uh, but yes, this money in bank. Held in at the O2 Arena. Uh, 
with uh, two uh, Money in the Bank matches in men, men's and women's, uh, along yes. with uh, two tag team um, events um, with men and women, and a couple of sprinkle, uh, a couple of singles sprinkled in there as well. Singles competition. Yeah, you know, so pretty uh, even well-rounded card. Exactly. And uh, and it opened up with the men's Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Which, yeah, I I think it was one of the better uh, Money in the Bank match. I think it was one of the better Money in the Bank pay-per-views or premium live events uh, in a while. Yep, I agree. I agree. And the men's event uh, had uh, Ricochet, uh, Shinsuke, Logan Paul, L.A. Knight, uh, Santos Escobar, Escobar, and who are we missing in there? Damian Priest. Damian Priest, yes. Oh, and Butch. And Butch. So there was what eight guys? Is that about seven guys? Seven guys. Odd. Okay. Because uh, yeah, it's normally six, and then Logan Paul had the special invite to make it seven. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, would you replace um, Santo Escobar with uh, Austin Theory? Um, I know you would have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, Myself, I'm like, I I don't mind Santos Escobar. Uh, Personally, I I like him better as a heel. Um, With his his stable. Yeah, like I was digging that Mexican cartel feel. Yeah, did they ever explain how they brought in this whole LWO situation? No, I've even gone back, like, because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, heading into, I think it was heading into Mania where the LWO was formed, um, or the premium live event after. I, it was the premium live event after, but or somewhere right during there. But I went back and, and watched all the SmackDowns leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And, and legit, like, Santos Escobar walks into Rey Mysterio's locker room, gives him his mask. Rey Mysterio gives Santos his mask. And they're like, oh. And then, like, the next week, they're in the locker room talking again. And then, like, the week after that, they've got on LWO shirts. <laughs> First of all, does Santos Escobar ever wrestle in a, ma- in a mask? Was he a luchador when he came into uh, Not in WWE, uh, oh, but in Mexico, yes. All right, because I wanted to show you the the um Caro guys I was like is that what the mask is from <laughs> no no uh he is El Ijo del uh, uh who is he the son of somebody um out there <laughs> okay uh not not the uh what's the the the, the famous the blue um what was like the the Blue Angel, the, the guy that like had, had like TV shows like as a luchador back then. Uh, man, what was his name? Not Tiger Mask. No, that's in Japan. Yeah, not Tiger Mask or or Dios, uh, Dio, uh, Marcos. Um, but El Hijo del Fantasma. That's who uh, Santos Escobar was in Mexico. In AAA. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does does he wrestle a luchador style like? Currently, uh, definitely not currently. I don't know. I've never seen any of his stuff uh, yeah, prior. Same here. But all right, um, yeah, that's just like, okay. His father was El Fantasma, which I makes sense. Okay, all right. Yeah, those uh, yeah, that that random LWO thing is 
sort of very strange, especially where they yes. take place in WWE. It was a WCW creation. Yes, yes. That's like, you know, that's like, like uh, the you know the bloodline turning NWO all randomly, like <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um. But but we digress. Um, yeah. So the match itself, what do you think? Oh, he was in Lucha Underground apparently. As who? Uh, I'm gonna say as El Hijo del Fantasma. I don't uh, recall. Unless it was towards the third or fourth season when I sort of tapped out. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's actually really weird. Oh, hold on. There we go. Early. I was looking at his uh, personal life. And in the personal life section, it uh, was saying he had sued Lucha Underground. So that's what but I'm like. Let me uh, look up the professional life. Okay. So Lucha Underground, he was King Cuerno. Okay. Okay. And uh, he was there for five years from 2014 to 2019. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, definitely, uh, I've been saying I got to go back and watch some Lucha Underground, and now even more reason to. There you go. There you go. Um, so what did you think about the match itself? Uh, I thought the match was really good. Um, you know, a lot of lot of good action. The uh, ricochet through the ladder, like like the eye of a needle or a sewing thread, like was amazing. Um and then, uh, yeah, I mean, just so many crazy spots. The Ricochet and Logan Paul nearly killing themselves trying to do the Spanish fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of good action. What do you think of the match? Likewise, likewise. It, um, everybody had this spots. The the oohs and the ahs. The crowd was into it. Yeah. Um, like I said, that like you said, the Spanish fly spot was crazy. Um. Didn't get a chance to see that that ricochet through the ladder, uh, you know, spot. But yeah, um, everybody did their thing. There was really no botches, so which was good, especially when you have a gimmick match like that and something that's so dangerous as the ladders. Um, and yeah, the right guy I felt uh, at the end of the day uh, got the W. Well, got the the, the briefcase. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I, we all know I wanted L.A. Knight, yeah, to get the win. But <clears throat> since it wasn't him, uh, I'm not mad that it was Damian Priest, uh, for sure. And uh, apparently in the press conference after uh, the show, um, Triple H was asked about L.A. Knight not getting the briefcase and if that was a mistake. Uh, and Triple H said, uh, no, he said, you know, L.A. Knight, uh, his star is still on the rise. Um, so, so people need to be patient. Uh, so, hopefully, that's a, a good sign for things to come for LA Knight. Um, and I actually read Dave Meltzer feels like it, it, uh, LA Knight is not ready for the world title yet. And so, because of that, it would have been a mistake to put the um, briefcase on him, anyways. But I'm like, is Damian Priest ready for a world title yet? I don't know. It's all about uh, moving tickets and merchandise. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, I guess, uh, how all that plays out and where things go. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so, yeah, moving onward. Moving onwards, on to the next one, on to the next one. Um, <laughs> next up, we had the women's uh, tag team titles on the line uh, as the. Um, here we go. 
So yes, as the team of Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez uh, reunited after uh, Liv Morgan had been out on injury for the past couple of months, uh, they reunited to take on Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, uh, the undisputed women's tag team champions, as they are both the WWE and NXT women's tag team champions. And uh, it was a weird, weird match. I understand this was your uh, sexist bathroom break. Hysterical. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was a really weird match. Um, or finish was really weird. The match itself was kind of normal. Everything was going along business as usual. Uh, but then the finish saw Shayna Baszler just randomly come in the ring while Ronda was on offense against Liv. And Shayna just attacked Ronda for, like, no reason. There's been no tension in them, like, no issues at all. And then next thing you know, uh, yeah, Shayna just attacks her and walks off. So I'm really curious to see what the explanation is for that, in kayfabe at least. Um, There are all sorts of rumors going around the interweb uh, as far as why that may have happened, including a possibility of Ronda going back to the UFC. Who do you think uh, wins in the actual shoot match between those two? Uh, in a shoot match between those two? That's a great question. Um, I would... Uh, Let's see, this is MMA rules? Yep. See, I don't know enough about Shayna's MMA background because I'm like, I like Shayna as a wrestler way better than I like Ronda. Okay. Um... And so in my head, I'm like, oh, Shayna looks like she's a striker and like she's got this and that going for her. Yep. But I'm like, Ronda's MMA record was better than Shayna's for whatever that's worth. Right. Um, you know, so so I don't know. Uh, what do you think? I think Shayna takes it. You think Shayna takes it? Okay. Yeah, because Ronda has no hands. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's the big thing. And that's what uh, I'm curious to. Right, right. Um, you know, I'll be curious to see if she does end up back in the UFC. Yeah, will she have diversified her repertoire? Uh, but she's up there in age, though. She's got to deal with them young bucks. That's true. But yeah. UFC needs some uh, star power in their women's division. Oh, yeah, now that Amanda retired. Yeah, yep. Their 145-pound champ and their 135-pound champ. Well, is Cyborg with them or no? Nah, she's with Bellator. Uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. She's uh not trying to deal with those Usada issues. Hysterical. I'm just saying that she had an issue with Usada when she was in UFC. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's all. Not she, trying to be a legend. You know. She a legend. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Definitely a legend. Um but, but yes, uh, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. New tag team champs, Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez. I am personally not excited about that. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. You know, I feel like this was a very drastic and sudden shift of things. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if Ronda gave them notice that day. Like, oh, you know what? I'm out. And that, that was the best they could come up with or, or what happened there. But, you know, I guess we'll see going forward where things go with the women's division. Um, but right now, I feel like the women's tag division is horrible. 
Yeah, now that uh, Naomi and um, Sh- not Shayna, um, Sasha, Sasha. Yeah, you know they've been gone for a minute, and like the just the the talent level is just so so drastically um, disparate. You know the you've got the your your big talents like big time Bex, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, um, you know Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, like. And then you've got everybody else, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, all right. So what do we vote after that match? What was the next one? So then after that match, uh, match number three on the evening was for the Intercontinental Championship. And uh, it was Gunther, the champion, defending against Matthew Riddle. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, I thought this was one of Riddle's best matches. Um, I, I'm generally not a big fan of him. Yeah, see, I was gonna say same here. So uh, I thought it was a mid match. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was, it was, it was, you know, proper in its um, uh, spot on the card. It wasn't, you know, like close to the main event. Uh, but it wasn't the opening match as well to get the crown into it. So it, it served its purpose. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I thought it was very innovative. Uh, some of Gunther's offense, including those slaps against the foot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. I thought Riddle would use more of his uh, submission technical prowess against to take the big man down, but really didn't ha- happen. Yeah, more no. But does Riddle right? really have like a lot of submission stuff? I mean, he should. He's a, he was in UFC. That doesn't mean you're a submission guy necessarily. Conor McGregor doesn't have any submissions. That's true. That's true. Uh, but so, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so I guess maybe he. I guess that he would use his strikes to. But is his finisher a submission? Hold. Oh. Um. No. What's his finisher? Is his finisher is uh that like weird version of the Styles Clash, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the the reverse styles clash, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so um, yeah, no, he doesn't. It's funny. I'm thinking about it because when you first said it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I started thinking about, it, I'm like, wait, he doesn't really use submissions. Um, I feel like I've seen him do an ankle lock. Yeah, he he uses that. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Which is like, that's like WWE's like shoot fighter like move. They're like, oh, like you've got a shoot background, you do an ankle. <laughs> well, Shamrock was the originator of it. Yeah, you know, Shamrock, then they, they had Angle do it, they had Jack Swagger do it. Now yeah. that Riddle does like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, they all, except for Angle, did uh, shoot fights, so. Yeah, well, Angle, I mean, he. He, he was an Olympic wrestler. That's that's its own type of shoot fight. Not really, because it, it's uh, only based off of uh, you have to pin the person. You don't need, need, need to even submit them or make them tap out. True. True. So, but, <laughs> but it's not. No, no, no. But I mean, it, you know, there has been other amateur wrestlers in WWE, and they never used ankle lock. So, very true. Very true. Surprised Bobby Lashley hasn't used it. Yeah, right. Actually, I was <laughs> thinking about Chad Gable's used it. Yeah, baby angle. 
Yep. But he was no, but he's, he's, another, he's another amateur wrestler, though. Yes, yep. Even um, Sheldon, when he was on Team Angle, they, they copped it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Where is Charlie Haas these days? I believe he's retired. Really? Uh, okay. I believe so. All right. Yeah, because after, you know, the Ruthless Aggression era, he sort of, like, just fizzled away. Well, him and Shelton, uh, they had a great run together in Ring of Honor. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, they were there for, like, a year. Um, had a great run, and then Haas uh, had some kind of controversy. Okay. Um, it's funny. I'm like, I feel like I'm making this up, but I also feel like it's true. Um, like Ring of Honor had like some sort of midget wrestler, um, okay. and like Haas was like, "Yeah, I'm not like selling any of his stuff." <laughs> oh, okay. And, and that I think that that caused the uh, the demise of the world's greatest tag team in Ring of Honor. You think he was um, in the right or in the wrong in that instance? Ooh. Since you the know, business I'll tell you. Work. Yeah, I, I go back and forth on that one, uh, honestly. Um, because yes, the business is a work, but at the same time, like you know, you, I, I'm a believer in holding up the credibility of the business. I'm an old school mind like that. Okay. Um, but you know, if your boss is saying like, "Hey, like, you know, you got a job to this guy," then you got a job yep. to this guy. Like, whatever the Will you, you know, job? it is. What... Will you job the hornswoggle? If the boss is telling me to, but yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. You know. Um, I just recently put over Rob the Giant a couple weeks ago. So, okay. yeah, I've, I've got no beef. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. What, what about any other gimmick uh, would you put over? I mean, I've, I'm going to put over whatever the boss tells me to put over. You know, if the boss says I got to put over Orange Cassidy, I got to put over Orange Cassidy. I, I'll, I'll eat that Superman punch. Even if it's uh, detrimental to your character? Um, At the end of the day... You know, there there are ways to protect your character uh, and still take a loss. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Um, <laughs> would you ever? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even ask that. Uh, so next. No, go ahead. Nope. I'm only putting. I'm so curious. No, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, but, oh, man, um, I'm so what, curious. What match was uh following <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> Uh, so up next, match number four was the main event level match of Cody Rhodes and Dom X-Con Dom. Mysterio. Yes. Um, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was decent. You know, it was what it was. It served its purpose. Okay. Well, All right. I don't really know what that purpose was other than, I guess, putting Cody and Dominic on the show. But, you know, still. I think I used that, that purpose. Match. I had that match as like a background background noise match where I did probably something else uh, around my place. Um, so I didn't pay attention to the, you know, full match itself, but I did catch some, you know, spots here and there. Um, and, you know, for the most part, it was, yeah, you know, Cody, uh, you know, taking charge of uh, a spoiled, you know, son, uh, son of a wrestler. Isn't Cody the spoiled son of a wrestler? This is true. <laughs> he at least earned his bones. Indeed. No, indeed. Uh, no, I thought the match was decent for what it was. Um, it's kind of funny because, yeah, it was the son of a wrestler against the son of a wrestler. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the son of a wrestler that was the son of a plumber. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it's decent for what it was. Cody got the victory as he should. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you th- do you feel? I don't know. Actually, we, when we finish the recap, I'll, I'll ask uh, later. But yeah, so um, yeah, it was a decent. Yeah, make sure you remember. Oh, I will. I will. Uh, it was a, it was a decent average filler match. I, I give it. Yeah, yeah. It did its thing. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, what we have next? Up next, we have the women's. Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, I think my my bladder was acting up uh, at this time. <laughs> Again, another sexist bathroom break. What? <laughs> you, you want me to get? You know, what happens? Your a bladder infection? No, definitely don't want that. But what happens? Your bladder sees women on the screen. It's like, oh, time to go. I gotta release. I gotta re- release myself. Release the kraken. <laughs> but, this one. Uh, it was all right. Um, you know, can't compare to the men's Money in the Bank match. Okay. And that's okay. Um, but, it, you know, the match itself it was all right. Some good spots. A lot of the things, the women are so light that they're not breaking the ladders. So, like, they get slammed on it and, like, it's just, like, thud. Yeah, but they do, like, any, like, you know, through the ladder table type spots on these type of uh, gimmick matches. No, no. And that's why, again, it can't compare to the men's. Okay. Um, and, and it's such a tough thing because uh, from a booking perspective, you know, when you're booking a card like this, you want you want things to be a crescendo, you know? Um, so in theory, you would put the women's first before the men's. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want the men's ladder match that close to the main event because people would be, like, tired. So it's like, yeah, you book the men's, main of, the men's ladder match first because it's going to... You know, people will have time to recover and then get to your main event. Yeah, and to start start it off. Yeah, start out hot and then you know, like I said, then you know people can recover. So by the time you get to the main event, they're not exhausted. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, so who was in this one? Uh, so in the women's Money in the Back ladder match, we had Zoe Stark, Zelina Vega. Trish Stratus, Io Sky, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. Okay. Uh, so what did you what did you think of it? Yeah, it was all right. The uh, you know the storyline for this one because this one was definitely more story driven. Um, you had the story of Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark and their feud with Becky Lynch. Uh, so there was a lot of interaction between them. Uh, and then, you know, you have the story of Zelina Vega being the plucky underdog trying to, you know, she, I think she was like the long shot for the match, but like she kept, kept getting close. And then, uh, you have the story of Io Sky and Bailey and their tension, uh, and damage control. And it even played into the finish where Io Sky was up on top of the ladder. Bailey knocked her off the ladder, um. You know, setting up right there it was like, oh, you know. Um, and then it was a very unique finish. Bailey and Becky were both climbing the ladder, and EO Sky handcuffed them together through the ladder, like Oof. through the rungs. Um, and so then they couldn't move. Uh, 
and then Io Sky literally climbed over Bailey to get to the top of the ladder and get the Money in the Bank briefcase. So it was very uh, symbolic, you know. Are you a fan of Bailey to have her take get the get the suitcase? Io Sky got the suitcase. Oh, they said Bailey. Oh, so who was no. handcuffed? Bailey and Bailey. We're handcuffed together. Oh, 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 and then Elo, uh, EO. Oh, okay. Now yeah, EO Sky literally climbed over Bailey. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I think that's why I got confused when you said that. But okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. She like climbed on top of her. And, so you uh, think got she got the briefcase? After Charlotte for the belt or after uh, Asuka, who has the raw belt? Um, so Asuka and Rhea are the two champions uh, right now. I thought Charlotte was the SmackDown Women's Champion. Nah, Asuka's the, the SmackDown Women's Champion. I thought she's the Raw Women's Champion. Rhea is the Raw Women's Champion. I thought Asuka beat Bianca for the Raw title. Yes. So Asuka's the Raw Champ. No. But if Bianca had the Raw belt and Asuka beat her, how does Rhea end up with the Raw title? Because then they did the draft and they did that weird thing that they do every year where they switch the women's like, champions. So, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, Asuka's a SmackDown champ? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And Rhea's the Raw champ. Okay. All right. So, that means, okay. So, out the two, who you have her do a um, program with? Um, I would program, well, I guess it depends if she's going to win the belt or not. Okay. If she's going to win the belt, I would program her with Asuka. Okay. Um, I think they would have a good feud. They'll they'll go back and forth in Japanese. Although I wish I wish WWE could like break the fourth wall a little bit and, so? and put up uh, up closed caption when they're talking in Japanese. Okay, because uh, it, it would be like Family, not Family Guy, uh, American Dad. Um, and, and here's the thing: WWE has been tr- trying to to do the American Dad bit, but it's mean? not funny. So on American Dad, um, the son Steve, he has a Japanese friend mm-hmm. that that only speaks Japanese, mm-hmm. and so he'll say stuff in Japanese, and you'll see the closed caption saying what it's saying. Mm-hmm. But then Steve will say something just completely different, like so the Japanese friend will be like, "Oh, yo, 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 yo," you know, and okay. uh, and the closed caption will say like, "Oh, like I want to get like McDonald's," you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then Steve will be like, oh, he said he wants pizza. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> and, and it's funny because you know what the closed caption was. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, didn't they do that but, with um, Tarasara? Um, no, with him, didn't they just have him talking like like he was in a uh, like one of those um, Japanese movies with like the mouth off? Oh, because I felt like they did like subtitles with one of the wrestlers, but okay. Um... I mean, New Japan does subtitles, but but yeah, I don't think WWE does, does the subtitles. Okay. Okay. Um, but I wish they did because uh, it would make the bit funnier because they were doing that with Bailey and EO Sky. Really? Where EO Sky would talk Japanese and then afterwards Bailey would be like, yeah, she's saying like blah, blah, blah. But it's not <laughs> funny if you don't know what EO Sky is saying. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. But, uh, okay. But yeah, but, good yeah. stuff, though. If, if, if her Oscar did a program, you're saying that'd be dope? 
Yeah, I think her and Oscar they'd have some really good matches. Um, I think that I, I enjoy the two of them going back and forth in Japanese. Uh huh. Um, you know they uh, and they sometimes like like I I feel like sometimes WWE is racist towards Japanese people. Uh-huh. Um, but but also sometimes they they do it pretty funny. Um, like because they they did one where uh, Damage Control was in the ring with Oscar. And Asuka and Eo Sky started talking back and forth, and Bailey was like, "Wait, you understand her?" <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's funny. Like, <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Um, what match was after the uh, women's uh, ladder match? So yes, coming up after the women's ladder match was the men's world heavyweight championship. As Seth Franklin Rollins defended his belt against the the uh, I was about to say the priest, <laughs> but no, the prince. Um, nah, uh, for, man, I'm like Fergal. Uh, ben 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 <laughs> Don't do all his iterations, right? <laughs> good match, uh, good, good solid yeah. match that we yeah, see definitely. happen in the past. Yes, um, you know, good solid match. I expected more from it, but I don't know what more I expected from it. Yeah, like, but it just kind of felt me like I don't know. I felt like going into it, I was like, oh, like this could be on the like level of a Kenny Omega Will Osprey type match. Not really. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I went into it with that kind of expectation for some reason. It's like the equivalent if you have Brett and Mr. Perfect do a match. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's more that kind of level. Yeah. And, uh, but no, it was good, though. Um, like you said, very solid, um, good stuff. Seth kept the belt as he, as he should. I think they're going to give him a, a good lengthy run with that. Yeah, at least, the, I give him at least the, like, the rumble, possibly. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, not bad, not bad. And then, uh, from there, next up was the main event, which was the Bloodline Civil War, which is, uh, such a, I don't know, such a weird thing to call it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but do you think that they'll bring in any more family members or this is just going to be the main stay for a while of, uh, you know, the children of uh, Alpha and Sika, uh, you know, family members? Uh, I wouldn't mind if they brought in more family members. I think that'd be cool. Okay. Um, you know, I, th- I think it depends where you want to go with it. Yeah. Well, who's eligible to, like, who... Like, uh, Jacob, can, is he under contract with, um... Yeah, uh, he's under contract with MLW. MLW, alright, um, so he can't go nowhere. They could buy his contract out, though. They, they've done that with other wrestlers. Really? Like, who? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I do know they bought out one, at least one contract from MLW, but I don't remember whose it was. Okay, okay. Um, but... Do you watch MLW? Um, I catch bits and pieces of it. Uh, I'm very peripheral. You know, it's in my peripheral. Okay. 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 Uh, but yeah. 
the match itself, uh, Roman Tribal Chief Reigns, it was Soa's, uh, Solo Sokoa against uh, Jimmy and Jay uh, Uso, the Usos. Uh, but like now it seems like the umpteen tag match that they all, all four has had one against each other. Um, and uh, I, this was the first time having a tag match against each other. Nah, Gunners at the last pay per view, neither champions. Nah, nah. Oh. um, because at that point, um, who the Roman tag against Knight of Champions was uh, hold on, let me pull it up on the Google machine here because well, it wasn't Sammy and was it Sammy and Kevin? I thought that was Mania. With uh, when they beat the Usos, Sammy Kevin was against the Usos at Mania, right. right? And then Backlash was the rematch. Yep. So it was it Night of Champions? Night of Champions twenty twenty three was uh, here we go. Roman on the poster. Roman and Bianca on the poster. That's cool. Okay, yeah, it was Roman and Solo against Kevin and Sammy. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was just Sammy and Kevin just had multiple tag matches, I guess. That's... Yeah, yep. The Mania, the Backlash, and then, okay, now the Champions. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, they was... were on the card. I would they would have them on the, the you know, the, the UK card for Money in the Bank. And, uh, no, they, they had a big tag match on SmackDown the night before. Oh, okay. Okay. Against uh, UK's own Pretty Deadly. What do you think about them? Um, they're actually growing on me. Okay. Uh, at first, I, I was not feeling them at all. Okay. But I've been I've been watching some of their stuff, and uh, I'm like, you know what? They're like a throwback old school tag team. Yep. Uh, they kind of remind me a little bit of the Beverly Brothers, that kind of vibe. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I, I don't like it so much. Um. As I get to know them, get to watch them. They're they're not bad in the ring. All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff there. Okay. Uh, All right, cool. Um, but but uh, yeah, yeah. But, the the match. What did, what did you think? I thought the match was good. Um, you know, Usos. You, you know, they're always going to be in a in a banger tag match. Um, and then I think, yeah, you throw in Roman and Solo, the, uh, the story, the magnitude of everything. Uh, I gotta say, yeah, I thought it was really good, just all around. Um, and then that that closer with the was it the super kick to the Superman punch to the I don't know super kick to the spear or whatever like that sequence. Indeed. So Indeed. yeah, thought, it was different. I thought that was fire. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm definitely going to be going back actually as we're talking about it now I'm like yeah I'm going to go back rewatch that sequence see uh, what I can take and steal from that <laughs> you know indeed well you, you need a tag partner you've been singles as of late but indeed well um, for that sequence though I feel like it was just the two of them in the ring at that time if I recall what the what was it I th- I, okay you might be right yeah, because I feel like it was just like Roman and Jay in the ring at that time, the back and forth. Oh, that spot. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you meant when yeah. uh, Solo and Roman uh, did their both their finishes at the same time. 
Oh, no, no. That was good, too. That was good, too. But no, that thing where it was like off the ropes, like it was like super kick, Roman hit the ropes, came back, Superman punched. And then yep. uh, I think Jay came back with another super kick, Roman hit the ropes, and then the spear. Yep. Yeah. Like that was so smooth. <clears throat> um, what did you think of the outcome? Um, yeah, I thought it was the right right outcome. The Usos are a tag team. Yeah. You know, arguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, based on all that, yeah, it makes sense. The Usos Usos <laughs> would beat Roman and Solo. You're you're continuing the story of Roman's, you know, collapse. But do you think uh, they should win for SummerSlam a more prestige premium live event? No. Um because I think this this was a pretty prestigious premium live event just by the fact that it was in London. Okay. Okay. So that kind of added to it. And uh and I think Roman should probably be defending his belt at SummerSlam in like a big, big match. Maybe against Jay. Okay. Okay. Oh, we forgot to mention um real quick back to the Gunter and um uh, Riddle thing that uh old boy showed up. Um old Drew McIntyre. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yes. There was murmurs about, you know, uh, if you would be still with the company. Right, uh, right. So it seems like that uh, answered our question. Yes. Um, and Michael Cole even addressed that. He was like, you know, the rumors about Drew McIntyre are false or something like that. He shouted out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, him and Guns will have a a decent program. Yeah, I think so. Um, that match at uh, was it WrestleMania the three way? Um, him, Sheamus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I thought that was a great match. Um, you know, I, I love the hard hitting. So yeah, I think uh, McIntyre and Gunther that could be a really good program. And it's funny because I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm like. If McIntyre's contract is coming up at some point soon, this could be the way, his way out. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so we shall see. We shall see. So yeah, uh, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. So overall, what do you think of the pay per view? If you had to give it um, out of a out of a ten, overall, I probably give it a six or a seven. Yeah, same here. I give it a six. Six or yeah, seven. I- Yep, I thought it, I thought it was very very solid. Uh, Move some stories along, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the main event. Yes, yep, especially the main event. A uh, lot of a lot of good, um, you know, uh, callback. I guess I'd call it. Uh, you know, when they did the whole thing with Roman, uh, I'm sorry, with Jay kicking out with the low blow. Yep. Um, you know, that was a callback to Roman doing it to him three years ago. Yep. Uh, so I thought that was cool. I like those little little nuances, that little touch. Um, yeah, I mean, I really have no complaints at, at all on, on this one. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah, that sets us up for new storylines going forward. Uh, last night was Raw. I hadn't had a chance to catch it, so uh, probably check it out tonight. See yes, what the system yes. produced. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. And the next, yeah, no, definitely, should be uh, SummerSlam. Yep, SummerSlam at Ford Field Stadium. Okay, all right, cool, 
cool, cool, cool. Special so, big um, things for that. But in between now and then will be, uh, I believe, AEW. Well, actually, let me see which one comes up next. We'll check the Google Google chain here. August, I believe that they Wembley uh, show. Yeah. AEW All In 2023, August 27th. Okay, so yeah, SummerSlam will definitely be before that. <clears throat> SummerSlam 2023 is August 5th. So yes, yep. So that's our next pay per view, August 5th, SummerSlam, one month away. Dope. Dope. So yeah. And uh, there's talks already of uh, a rumored match t- going on. Between Logan Paul and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think that'll be pretty interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all depends. Did they say what, what Logan is, um, when he did, took that spot, was he like any injury, any concussion, any craziness, or was he just pretty much a couple of scrapes and, you know, bruises and that was it? Yeah, it sounds like it scrapes and bruises. Okay, all right, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, definitely. It looked more intense than it, you know, sounded. No, for sure, for sure. Oh wow, Logan Paul just got engaged. Good for him. And uh, interesting, like it's funny. I went to uh, pull up. Oh, there's all sorts of rumors about Logan Paul. There's also rumors of him and Ricochet having a match at SummerSlam. Now that'd be doper. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I'm like, I would rather the promos leading up to it between Logan Paul and LA Knight. <laughs> I'm like, those would be pretty sick. But yeah. like, match wise, yeah, Logan Paul, Ricochet. It'd be, uh, you know, uh, uh, flippity flips, wet dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. What is uh, it? Did him and did his, the, stop that tag, t- tag tandem with him and Ricochet? Uh, that's a great question, um, Strowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great question. Um, I feel like I haven't seen him in a few weeks. All right, well, so, hopefully, injured, nothing crazy. Just taking some downtime. Hopefully, hopefully he's uh, spending some time with his girl Raquel Rodriguez. Okay, okay. So, uh, speaking of LA Knight. Your boy uh, is uh, getting some uh, some some headlines uh, as of late, um, and all based off of uh, his uh, similarities with other uh, workers of the past. We, I don't think we need to say any names, but I think the world knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he even uh, had a, uh, gave an interview, uh, also uh, talking about those same similarities. Uh, do you think? That this is gonna hinder him going forward, or is this a a now topic and it'll be not really discussed going further? I think it's a now topic. Um, I mean, you listen to those crowds when he comes out. Yeah, uh, that the you know the 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 sound is deafening, as they would say. You know, Gorilla Monsoon. You know, uh, and I think it's one of those things. I, I think there's a couple things for for people to take into account. One. Really, the only people like saying it are people like our age and above. Okay, because we were there, you know. Right, like, we grew up on all that. Uh, but so did LA Knight. He's our age. Okay, so, so I, I feel like they're you know, 
as he said, like, yeah, that's what he grew up on. That's what he patterned himself after. Um, you know, and I, I get it. I'm like, when, when Osiris first started wrestling, people said his promos were very rock-like. And I always just took that as a compliment. I'm like, thank you. Like, he's the best. So, But doesn't that also hurt your own development of being who you are as your own person? Like, for yeah, instance, uh, if you look at uh, Ricky Starks, he has, you know, you can take, you can see he took influences from uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, as well. But it looks like he's his own guy compared to your man Eli Drake, L.A. Knight doesn't really seem like he's his own man see i feel like he does seem like he's he's his own man he's got his own flavor to him let me talk to you i don't know you would think with the connotations of his uh you know vernacular his voice his 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 projected projecting of his you know his promos it doesn't seem like that's his own that's him I don't know. I, I feel like it does. Um, I feel like that's him with the volume turned up. And, uh, you know, he patterned a lot of himself, sure, after The Rock, after Stone Cold, but that can still be him and, you know, what he is and what he's about. Because I get how, how since I meant, you know, I, I said uh, when we were discussing, you know, with uh, uh, Dust, um, Cody, and then I said about uh, Dusty, I was going to bring that back. So I was looking at old Dusty uh, videos, and then uh, I think it was like a link I saw online. They said like he took his um, he didn't t- well. They said he got a lot, a lot of inspiration from Thunderbolt uh, Patterson. Yes, and then you can and uh, Billy Graham, and yep. see those two like it's legit, basically a common copy. So that's why I was saying like with LA Knight, like at least with Dusty, he was able to like uh, you know form his own nuance you know his own character but like he, he's heavily you can definitely tell where he got his mic skills from like that oh, yeah, was but i think but i but here's my thing i think it's going to be very similar what so what i i won't speak for you but i know for me growing up i didn't know who Paul patterson was like oh yeah same here, same here. but once so you yeah, do your homework so- once you do your homework that's sort of i want to say like well, I guess it almost would. It was, it's sort of like, in my eyes, I'm like, oh, he's not as original as I thought he was. So it sort of brings a notch down, you know, in my eyes as far as, like, greatness appeal, I guess you can say, because you're not original. I mean, who is? You know, Ric Flair That's stole it. his whole whole bit. Um, Nature Boy. Yep. Uh, but I guess, it, I guess the real thing is if you take it, but you excel over that person you take it, where you that it becomes your own and the other person and people don't realize you've taken it from others. I think that's when you are special in that, in that same aspect. Like, well, like I think a lot say, of that has to do with just time period. Well, I, I was gonna say like people said, well, Hogan, you know, took from uh superstar, but then obviously he yeah. put it into Hoganism. So it's his, his own universe. It's not superstar Billy Graham anymore. It's Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Yeah, but with I think the, a lot I, of that has to do with, like and not to cut you off but i'm just thinking yep. like yeah like using hogan and superstar as the example you and yep. i didn't grow up watching superstar billy graham so no. so we but so we're gonna go. we're gonna accept hogan as he is right, right right but then when you look but like has this similar with dusty now that i saw those two influences i'm like yeah dusty isn't what i thought he was you know what i'm saying because that's i fine, see but that's that's now i mean Dust, dusty's long long past so, no, I, you know, when he was even still alive, I, I noticed that 
Uh, I was like, oh, he's basically because even people would say that you know Justin is basically was taking his his swag from you know old black folks back. Then. Oh yeah, and there's so, no, no question on that, Daddy. Yeah. Hence Thunderbolt and uh, whomever yeah. was you know hanging around this down the third. I mean, even the lisp, like right down to the lisp, Dusty Dusty doesn't have a lisp when he talks naturally. Really? Yeah. Not- there's some videos. I- I'll have to find it online. Yeah, I think I never really heard heard him like speak out of character. It's always yeah, been in, in character. I'm gonna find it, uh, send it to you because I, I remember this was way back when like I feel like YouTube was first really becoming a thing. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing some videos of him and the Road Warriors and I think Lex Luger all okay. hanging out in the back and like <laughs> and Dusty was talking without the lisp and it blew my mind. <laughs> oh man. Do you remember um, Sonny Sanaki? Samaki? Sonny Siaki. Siaki. He was yeah. what? Ring of Honor, correct? Um, definitely oh, TNA. Maybe yeah. did some Ring of Honor. Yeah, like, you can tell he was also biting uh, Dwayne's. Yeah, but like, so like, that didn't really help him neither. Uh, I mean, he's not the he's not LA Knight though. Like that's the thing. Like very different, and it was too close. Like The Rock was still wrestling at that time. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can steal from somebody uh, if they retire. Yes. Okay. That, that's because that's when the people won't notice. That's terrible. <clears throat> it is true though, yo. But speaking of people biting The Rock, do you remember the smoke? Nah. What promotion? Uh, he did some stuff with TNA as well, uh, but mainly indies because he was legit like a rock ripoff in in every sense of the word. Like, oh, really? like the smoke says, like you know. Was he Samoan? Um, he was some kind of ethnicity. Okay, all right. Um, well, I remember when Hoover to Guerrero did the juice, which was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, but see, even that even though it was a clearly a, a parody, it sort of morphed into his own little his little creation world because he was basically he upped the craziness to like something else that you never saw. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they say he might have been legitimately crazy. Yeah, so that sort of helped. Like that's what I'm hoping. Like I want to get behind you know L.A. Knight and you know be a fan, but like it's just he gotta like do something to separate himself that I can like shake the Stone Cold Rock isms off of him. I got you. I got you. And I, I, I feel like since even when he was an Eli Drake in TNA, I was like, this he's sort of biting the rock like in Stone Cold hard on this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hope he finds some sort of niche uh, in that regards because, yeah, it's <laughs> people could be like either, you know, they could be on your side or, like, or the other half is going to be like, yeah, you just, you know, carbon copying. <laughs> <laughs> That, you know, and I guess, yeah, it'll be, we'll, we'll see how it plays out over time. But today's audience, they're not going to remember The Rock as much. You know, they 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 think of Dwayne Johnson as an actor. Um, Stone so Cold. Same thing. Uh, they're, they're not really going to remember Stone Cold that much either. In fact, okay. they're probably going to remember Stone Cold less than they remember The Rock. Okay. Yeah, but Stone Cold so, still does his, uh, he shows up and does his podcast on the network. Yes, yeah, he still shows up, does his thing, but it's you know I feel like that's mainly watched by people our age. The the young cats, right. they're they're not going to be into it as much. Yeah, but don't forget they'll probably have like you know family members and stuff like that to say like nah, this is where he's getting this from. And then like once the, that person, the child sees it, they're like oh, he's not what I thought it was. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. You know? Again, remember when we were kids and our parents were like, when we hear like a song and it tells like the, where the sample came from. Yes. So, wait a minute. Like, especially like, you know, like you would think like the artist did it all on their own and then you like, oh, they basically like jacked it from a, an older artist. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and it's funny because as kids, like you said, like our parents, like I feel like they felt like it was like their duty. They'd be like, you know, this is an original, like, man, I was listening to this 20 years ago where, you know. And... <laughs> exactly. Um, but, and, and, you know, and I guess, you know, now, you know, we're doing that to LA Night, or at least you're doing that to them. I, 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 I'm on the gravy train. Yeah. I just like, I just like, I just like originality. Shout out to my uh, man. OC. Shout out to your man who? OC. Can't get more original than that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Originally bad. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like a ABC, another bad creation. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, I, I think it's one of those things. Everything comes from the past in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, cyclical. You know, no ideas so, original. Right. You know, especially at this point in time, we are so far into the future. Uh, you know, they, they don't even come up with original movies anymore. No, well, like, like another bad creation, like that, you know, like the kid pop group, like all even like they're like they were like new edition and new edition, almost like the Jackson Five and so on and so forth. Exactly, exactly, you know. And uh, what's really blown my mind is finding out about like some of the cartoons and things that we grew up with. Um, those being like they were remakes, even, and I'm like, wait, what? The stuff was around like 30, 40 years before we were even around, like. That's true, but the thing that what makes it what stands on its own and builds a legacy is obviously you you become your own. Like Kobe yeah. was like was like Michael, but then he at one point was able to not like go beyond Michael because that's sort of hard to do. But he he, he became he became his, his own. own. Yeah, his own brand. <clears throat> D- different animal, same beast. Exactly. But the thing is with L.A., that's the only thing I'm seeing. He keeps on holding on to the isms of you know the attitude wrestlers. Is like he. And he doesn't like he's a, he's not he's not a young young chipper you know what I'm saying to like have time to do that like he's pretty much like in his like like physically wise like his prime so like yeah <clears throat> yeah <laughs> I don't know I, I I hope for that he can get you know he can get that you know brass ring but like I said he got he got the yeah thing uh, which helps a little bit. Uh, but that's sort of almost like Austin's what champ, but <laughs> you know, hopefully he can. Uh, but done differently. His, his yeah, but his finish is almost like the stunner. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Hopefully he has that good program. Can we say uh, in in our last episode that you know him and Bray it was very mid uh, for their main uh, uh, Skittles match. Yes, uh, um, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew match. So like he needs that other. He needs his, his counterpart, like you know, cause Rock and Stone Cold would each one A and B when they were feuding one one another. Yes. Who's for LA to be his one A and one B? Um, that's a great question. I I would almost wonder. I'm like, could uh, Cody be that guy? Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I, I I can see the two of them having some good promos back and forth. Maybe on LA side, but do you think Cody can? Because he's not really a promo guy. 
Cody does his he, own type of promo. He's he's the underdog character. Yeah, he's got his own type of promo. So I could see. I think L.A. Knight would bring something out of him, something different. That would be good. Okay. Okay. Um, do you? So do you keep L.A. as a face, a heel then against Cody in that program? I would. Um, I I think, and yeah, I think this is going to be the of L.A. Knight is going to be that issue of. He's a heel, but he's getting over. But I'm like, what's getting him over is the heel stuff. Right. Um, and so I'm like, he needs, um, and I don't know what the answer is, but yeah, he needs some kind of something. Um, like I'm thinking about like The Rock, because I'm like, The Rock got over with his heel stuff. And then, you know, organically, he, he went babyface. Um and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so they would have to do the same with LA Knight. Same thing, Stone Cold. Stone Cold started as a heel. I mean, you know, the Austin 316, that, that promo was a big time heel promo. Okay. Uh, but he was getting over. And they, you know, his feud with McMahon is really what, what got him over as a babyface. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like, LA Knight, they're going to turn him face. Like, they'll need something similar where it can be organic. Um, right. Not just the general as of late WWE, like you're a baby face, go out and smile now. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So like you said, uh, either, uh, we got Cody, would you have a program with Roman or that's, that's too soon? Too soon. Definitely too soon. Probably uh, too soon. Even a program him with Cody. Um, I think he needs a good mid card run right now. Uh, him and AJ. Um, I mean, right now, Killer Cross has a feud with AJ going. Right. Um, and I'm like, LA Knight and AJ Styles are not going to have good promos. Uh, yeah, I'm like, who do you have LA Knight work with right now? They got the perfect person, but they, they're going to have to they have to split up the street profits, but him and Montez would be a good program. Yes, that, that would be a good program, both on the mic and in the ring. Right, but they have to... Like, do you think now, 2023 or hopefully 2024, this is where you get the breakup of the Street Profits? Oh, I'm so torn on it. I'm so torn you, on it. Like, do you think this is basically wasting Montez's, like, prime years, basically? No, I don't think it's wasting his prime years by, by any means. How old is he? Uh, let's see. Hold on. We'll pull it up on the Google machine now. Because Father Time, you know, is, is the only thing that will really defeat any athlete. For sure. For sure. Um, but in this case, I feel like Montez is pretty young. Montez okay. is for age 33. Yeah, so in wrestling years, that's you know, that's uh, over, over, not over the hill, but on top of the hill, slightly looking down. No, I beg to differ. Body wise, uh, like physicality. Not, I'm not talking about mind wise or promo wise, but I'm just talking about like joints and wrestling, especially on that schedule. Like, like Hulk Hogan says, 400 times uh, a year uh, <laughs> on, on your joints. I think so. 33. Here's the thing, though, that they're not wrestling that crazy schedule like they used to wrestle. Okay. So it's you know it's still not... probably it's still probably over 200 times. Uh, I don't know about that even. Right really? now, if you think about it, yeah. Um, right now, you're either on Raw or SmackDown. Very few people are doing both. True. 
and then they only run two house shows a week. Well, the only saving grace for him, thankfully, he is in a tag. So that means, like, similar like how Randy Orton was happy to be in a tag because that means his body wasn't taking, you know, so much action. So that sort of upholds it a little bit as far as, like, yes. longevity. So that, that actually works in his uh, favor. But, I mean, 33, yeah, you know, it, it's... As he gets older, it's not gonna, he's not gonna be, you know, his body's not gonna get better. It's not gonna get more rejuvenated. You never know. Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess he, you know, stumbles upon some, uh, <laughs> some secrets that the world doesn't know. But yeah, <laughs> him, him, him in LA, I think we have, that could be the either the Rock and Stone Cold or the Rock and Triple H of like our, our generation, like as far as the program wise. Bro. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that. <laughs> But like I said, they have to like you know break up the street profits, and you know it's it's inevitable, or even not not break them up, have like just have them split for some time, you know what I'm saying, and then come back for like some sort of you know reunion type show, but still be on like <laughs> good terms or something, you know what I mean? I don't see. I feel like if they break up, Dawkins' career in WWE is done. You can say hello to TNA, him and Naomi. Well, they 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 can't like tease us with a solo Montez run. Like, you know, like, L.A., like, you know, does something to injure Dawkins, has him sit out for, like, a couple of weeks or months. Okay, or, um, okay. Like, and I then, you know, then, yeah, that type of thing. I mean, yeah, probably pull something like that off, potentially. Yeah. And but, sell money. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one, though. Yeah. But, um, all right, well, yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, L.A., can prosper because right now folks are looking at him funny style because uh, it's sold now and plus how we always talk about with the internet this year and social media it highlights wrestlers um, uh, 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 weaknesses well not weaknesses but just like the imperfections compared to when we were watching you really didn't see it wasn't that prevalent for it was sure, only for sure. it was only looking to like your friends group who's like oh wait a minute this, this wrestler this and the third it wasn't like right. broadcasting the whole world, so that sort of goes against you as well. As far as like taking, uh, doing I'm a, I'm a, um, you know, uh, homage other people's like homage to like you know other people's like you know uh, skill sets and personalities. No, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, today's day and age of twenty four seven media coverage. Yep, it uh, for sure changes the scope of how that sort of stuff works, but. At the end of the day, I think L.A. Knight's going to be A-OK. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see. Um, so on uh, on YouTube, they, uh, TNA has uploaded uh, the whole uh, main event mafia storyline. Really? I never really? Yeah, I never really caught. Like, I, I saw like little bits and pieces, but not like the how it first started and how it imploded. It was, it's very interesting. I was like, they actually had something at the time. Um, with uh, they had Kurt Angle, Sting, Booker T, Booker T and uh, Nash, Scott and Steiner. Scott Steiner. Yeah, yeah. I was a big it, fan it, of that group at that time, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it had some you know quirkiness, especially with uh, Booker T as uh, you know doing his accents, uh, the, like yeah. the Nigerian accent, then like the English accent, and then like. Uh, he was the you know Black Snow and yes, <laughs> yes. doing like commentary with uh, Kevin Nash and then uh, yeah then you had Angle, woof his eyes were his, oh 
<laughs> well, Perk Angle. He was bugged out. Yeah, that was Perk Angle. Yeah, then he had the hair, and it was so hilarious to see him. Like, right? Man, he was on one. Uh, and then you had obviously uh, Scott Steiner going at, at Samoa Joe at the at the same time, which was hilarious. Definitely. Talking yeah, how Samoa Joe was fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like I'm a donut. <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and introduced the TNA originals that was short lived, but uh, yeah, I mean, for a, a pseudo NWO type angle, it was cool. I dug it. Yeah, no, same, same. I thought it was good stuff. Yep. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, I need to watch more TNA uh, histories type stuff because uh, yeah, that sort of went underneath my radar. Yeah, no, TNA at that time, man, was popping. Like, that, TNA was probably my my brand at that time. Like, I was watching that more than I was watching WWE. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, and it still had some, you know, decent workers. AJ was there. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Joe, Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, Chris Saban uh, and um, Alex uh, Shelley. Yeah. Uh, Black Machismo. Yep. Um, Nick Aldis. Yeah. Yep, Nick um, Aldis. Um, what was that? That stable they had, the, the British guys with... Um, yeah, British Invasion. Was that what they were British called? British Invasion. Uh, something yeah. Terry and the other guy. Yeah. Yep, yep. Doug Williams. Doug Williams, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, what was the guy that got... You you, don't, you showed me that link of uh, the guy he got killed in TNA, they, allegedly. Oh, uh, Eric Young. Eric Young, yeah. You could old EY, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting when I saw it on YouTube. So I was like, oh, impressive. Yes. Oh, there's um, an example of a contract that got bought out. Was uh, it- actually, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't know that he got bought out necessarily. Uh, okay. I was going to say Eric Young, but I'm like, I think TNA just dissolved his contract so he could go to WWE. Okay. Who's it? Oh, Eric Young, you saying? Yeah. Like, that's okay. why he was killed. Oh, so is he? He's not wrestling for WWE right now. No, he hasn't been on TV. Like, but supposedly, like, yeah, he he signed like however long ago. Is he injured? I don't know. Like, there's been like no news about it since then. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. What else is in the, the wrestling world? Uh. Obviously, the um. Unfortunately, been a couple of passings. Uh. Draws was yes, the latest. R.I.P. R- yes, uh, all as well as Iron Sheik. Yes, yes. And Superstar well, I Billy. We Rina. touched on last time. Yes, but, yes, we did. Uh, yes. I, I definitely recommend everyone to go check out the Sheik's um, uh, um, biography movie. I, I believe it's free now on YouTube. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, definitely check that out because it's real good. Even has uh, the Rock. He was in it like a lengthy amount, giving his praise uh, about. Uh, Iron Sheik, because I guess growing up, um, the Sheik and his wife would uh, sometimes babysit, you know, um, him while his like parents were doing like wrestling business type stuff. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah. I don't know if I'd let Iron Sheik babysit my baby, but you know, each <laughs> their own. Yeah, but obviously that's where he got the jabroni from. Um, uh, which is funny because other before he started The Rock using I never heard Iron Sheik say jabroni in any promo like in the WWF yeah me neither you know uh, but yeah 
But and like that Hulk Hogan, no good jabroni patooey. Yeah, but that was like way. That was way after you know he was never wrestling. Yeah, that was Howard Stern. Yeah, uh, and then as I said before, uh, um, superstar Billy Graham as well um, passed, and uh, yes. it seems like she I don't know. If it's, well, I guess. Well, yeah, oh, she's not. She wasn't in wrestling, but yes, Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like probably a lot of people use her simply the best song for for theme music. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, what uh, what wrestler did? Oh, was it Junkyard Dog? Did he use simply the best? That, oh, no, I'm sorry. that doesn't fit to me. No, nah, he did nothing. Yeah, yeah. Does. Yes, yes. Which I just saw. I've been watching the um um. What's that Vice TV show with the wrestlers? The Dark. Oh, um, Dark Side. Dark side, and he the latest episode was uh, JYD, which was cool because I wasn't really. I mean, he grew, he came up in my years, but like towards the end of his career, basically. Right. Um, so cool to see his like prime years when he was in mid self wrestling. Uh, uh, down cool. in uh, Louisiana, he was like Hulk Hogan, I guess, basically down there. And yeah, yeah it was yeah. A, a, a interesting story because basically, like Bill Watts, you know, uh, pushed him pushed him like to the moon uh and it's one of those situations where it was like uh big fish in a small pond so once vince and uh you know uh came knocking down you know with the checkbook you know jyd was like yeah might as well go up here and uh, make that big bucks but unfortunately he didn't get the push that bill watts was giving him that um you know vince was gonna do because obviously he had his whole Hogan. so why you need the other version of him uh when i already Very got cool. like you know my my megastar so yeah i guess and then after that he fell into like a somewhat depression and then i guess he was already you know with the party drugs but then that just like upped it even more and then you know things didn't go as he planned and yeah it is uh an unfortunate situation <laughs> it is it really is you know uh, yeah I wonder if he if he could do it all over again if he would stay in Mid South and not go up to New York. I mean, Mid South went out of business, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. It's six one way, half a dozen the other. Yeah, but they just well, but it sounds. I mean, if he stayed, who knows? Like, if the, when WCW came into action and they absorbed that territory, he might have gotten because Bill Watts eventually worked for WCW. So you know, because I think when he went up to Vince, that like, I guess they had like a good decent working relationship but after that like it wasn't the same so you know if say Bill Watts did eventually go to WCW and was with the brass he could have brought you know JYD over to push him there you know you, you never know but you know it's just one of those situations like did he like oh, I did the right decision by going to Vince and not getting my looks you know yeah you know who knows like would would you do that like say you're, you're super popular in one region of the country, um, but then another you know company has a bigger checkbook, but it doesn't guarantee you get that same love and adulation. And uh, you know, do you look at it as more like, oh, I'm just you know, I'm a businessman, I want to just make the most money, or do you want that like that 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 superstar? I'm the the big dog of the you know the big fish in the pond. Well, you want both. And so, and this is the thing, um, your ego will tell you, like, I will be just as big in WWE. Yep. And, you know, some people get there, some people don't. 
everybody goes there has the same thought but but yeah not everybody's gonna gonna get it for various reasons right right you know yeah I mean yeah and that's unfortunate with a a work business see you know at least with you know uh, shoot businesses with boxing MMA amateur wrestling like it's not you don't have to worry about that that's actually you know, based on how good you are, you know what I mean? As far as, like, competition-wise. It's both, though. Like, you look at UFC, mm-hmm. um, Conor McGregor, he's, he could right now, he could probably challenge for a title, even though he hasn't won in, like, forever. Like, What's his um win-loss record? Overall, I'm not too sure, but I don't think he's won a match in, like, three years. So is he at 500? No, nah, no, nah, he's way better than 500 overall. Okay. Okay. Because he's okay. only fought like a couple times in the past three years. That's the thing. Okay. Like since the Floyd fight, he's had three fights, uh, and he has won won one of them, lost two of them. Oh wow. Well, we yeah, well one I know it was against Khabib, correct? Um. Oh, actually, you're at four fights. So yeah, he's oh. won one fight and lost lost three. Oh wow. So yeah, okay. Because yeah, he lost to Khabib, he beat Donald Cerrone, and then he lost to uh, Dustin Poirier twice. Oh, okay. All right. And you saying now you can call up Dana and say I want I want to go against the the I don't know what he's his walking weight his weight is right now, but whoever the champ is for that current weight division. Oh yeah, he I, he'd probably get. Wow. Because at the end of the day, he sells tickets. Over, over, over one of the, over, say if you like number one contender for that belt, he can go, he can jump a leapfrog over you? Probably. That doesn't seem fair. <clears throat> it's not, but you know, at the end of the day, it's about selling tickets. Yeah, but then like, and say if he loses and like says, oh, I want another rematch against for that same belt that is lost for, he can still get that look. Nah, nah, if he loses, oh. then they'd be like, okay, like, you know. Well, you see, he lost against Justin. Uh, what's his face twice? That's so that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah so. But, but if he loses to the champ, then he's not going to get another rematch. But in the oh, okay, so Dustin wasn't a champ at the time. No. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I got you. Okay. All right. But yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I, okay. But um, yeah, you should definitely watch. Have you watched any of the Dark Side uh, episodes of this season? No. No. I need to. Uh, yeah, I definitely need to watch some of that. I'm just now, uh, well, I guess I, I was about to say I'm just now finally caught up on WWE, but I'm not because I've got last night's Raw to watch. Right. Um, but I'm like, so I've got that, and I'm like two weeks behind on AEW. Um, so I've got a lot of, you know, a lot of wrestling to catch up on. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, but yeah, I got to make some time. But on that note, I've actually got to bounce. I got to vacuum some caterpillars and then go to work okay <laughs> we'll take it uh what's, what's today's water jug um i haven't even written it out yet but uh i think today's message you know what it's the fourth of july so today's message is freedom all right well if you want all right, take, take us down on that note yeah like we always do about this time <laughs> yeah Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here, you're listening to us, and for that, we appreciate you, we love you, um, we hope that you are having a good day, week, month, even your year, 
we'll be there for you, except when we're not. Uh, but I uh, hope you all enjoyed the special edition of the Money in the Bank, 4th of July. Before the throat. Taking you out as we always do. Two, three. Bing.